Courageous Conversations. Another week, another podcast. We are back. Uh, I'm Cece and Karen is here. Hey, Cece. Glad to be back. I'm telling myself it seems like there's longer gaps between when we're talking. Guess that means I miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. I think we've both been uh, bringing in a lot of new opportunities and it's been beneficial for us. Um, it just means we haven't seen each other as much. Your cute little Karen face. <laughs> ditto, ditto. Thank you. Well, I, we were we were chatting earlier and I thought it would be fun to define some needs. Oh, define needs. What does that mean? Define some individual needs that come up. You know, as, as I expand my vocabulary of needs or I experience needs in different ways, sometimes I'm out there throwing them around and I'm saying, oh, you're needing reciprocity. Oh, you're needing mutuality. And I might get someone who looks at me like, huh, what is that? Or, um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. And I can kind of tell like maybe we don't have a shared experience of that need. So I thought it'd be fun to just talk about some of the, some of the needs that, uh, people might not have an experience of to help them with their vocabulary. What do you think? I like that. I like that. And maybe if you're willing, we can throw in giraffe, like street giraffe versions of what that sounds like. Because when you were yeah. talking, I realized that sometimes I'll say the word reciprocity and I'm like, no, no, no. And then I'll be like, yeah, like a little something that like does what you want. Maybe a little something that does what I want. So we're both kind of happy here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. So you do mean reciprocity. Is <laughs> right <laughs> the word you yeah. just don't vibe with you know a little give and take a little scratch my back you scratch yours that kind of thing or I scratch yeah. yours and you scratch mine if I was scratching mine and you were scratching yours that wouldn't really be reciprocity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, I think yeah I, that route too would be fun <laughs> well let's start there then reciprocity I mean when I think of it actually in my brain I think of like a circle with fluid moving around and it's just going around and maybe it's between you and me that that's comes up for me because I'm kind of visual in that way um so just like I'm, a flow like a flow with no blocking between you and me between wherever I'm wanting that you know reciprocity from I like that I would visualize it that way too um it's funny you said you're like a visual person and I always need to tell people sometimes if something doesn't click when they're explaining to me over and over I'm like okay if this looked like a picture what would it look <laughs> like because that's how things sometimes just boop, click right into place yeah but I see it that way too I think I know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you said in natural language you know that it would be something like uh you give a little, I give a little. Here's what you want. Here's what I want. So uh, reciprocal, going back and forth. And it, it's reminiscent of maybe a little bit of balance, but not always at the same time. So maybe like a, you know, a seesaw, you, you're up sometimes and you're down sometimes, but it evens out in this way of being reciprocal. 
Okay, I get that. And so I guess I'm just curious because I'm thinking about the word like compromise. I know that I've heard people say, like, yeah, like a compromise. And to me, it, it doesn't really resonate like that anymore because I read compromise as like I'm uh, choosing to not fulfill my needs so that you can fulfill yours. Like it still doesn't have that balance to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, like what your perspective on that is, if people are looking for like a, a street giraffe word to use. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't use compromise. I think I haven't used that word, except for to say, I'm not going to use that word in <laughs> quite some time. Because <laughs> it is a world of, a world of compromise is a world where not everyone's needs are getting met. So you're cutting a little bit off and you're cutting a little bit off and you're trying to meet somewhere and that's not the fullness of what, what you want in life. So, you know, when I do mediation, we're not compromising. We're getting all the needs on the table and we're tending to them and we work towards meeting everybody's needs. So it really doesn't enter into my experience. So when you were saying that, I was shaking my head. No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, for natural language, I would say, you know, if I was talking to someone and I was saying, I'm really needing some reciprocity here, my language might be, you know, I'm just noticing that, um, I'm starting to feel maybe a little resentment because I'm pouring some energy in here and I'm not seeing that level of energy coming back from you. That might be my natural language. Okay. So it'd be more about like the energy exchange Mm -hmm. than saying like, you're not doing the thing I want you to do. (laughs) I'd really enjoy this to be more of a, community engagement or I'd like to see you engaged and I'm telling myself that you're not engaged and so I want to check in with you I like these you didn't ask me if I like them or not but I do in case you're wondering (laughs) I also am finding that I'm sitting here and I'm wanting like people that are listening to understand that sometimes we are saying things that we think connect like what I just said for like you're not doing a thing I want you to do that's not meeting my needs. And sometimes it comes off a little more jackal than necessarily like the street giraffe that we want. Cause we still want to like, I was going to say vibe with each other, connect with each other um, mm-hmm. through these moments. And I know myself too, I get stuck in one strategy of what the need is. So if reciprocity to me looks like one thing then I'm like, no, no, no. And I have, and I, choose to like slow myself down to get back to like hold up see like mm. we're talking needs here and so when I think of like defining needs I guess it also comes back to being aware of okay in the moment when I'm doubting my needs at someone <laughs> am I also like staying connected to myself to make sure I don't slip back into you know patterns so when you're let me see if I've got it when you're screaming in giraffe, you want to make sure that you're really connected to what's important to you and not moving into some habitual language that, that really could be either unconsciously hurtful to someone or just stimulate hurt in them. Yeah, because I want to remember more like 
the essence of the needs and what I think completing that need looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe for me, it's like, yeah, read this book and that's time frame. I don't know when I would ever yell that at someone as a strategy, but (laughs) I'm trying to pick low level, you know, where I'm not like stimulating myself. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And going back to just like the defining the needs, if I'm caught up in that moment, then I will hundred percent forget what I'm even trying to, to get at, which is what we talked about earlier, like that uninterrupted flow of mm-hmm. energy between the two when it comes to reciprocity. Yeah. I like that. Really remembering what's the energy of the need here. What's this, you know, as Robert Gonzalez called it, the beauty of the need, what's, what's beautiful here in this need. And kind of in the same category of uh, reciprocity is another one, mutuality. You know, if I say to, let's say a client and I go, you're really wanting some mutuality. I have had them go, what does that mean? (laughs) It sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds nice. What is it? What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, it's really, it's, when we have something mutual, we're really, there's two or more and we are aware of the impact of our choices on each other. So when we have mutual agreements, like you and I have an agreement to meet here at a certain time. If I'm running behind or you're running behind, we usually send a text because we know that coming at the the time after our great time, 10 minutes late, we'll say five minutes late, 15 minutes late, we're going to, we have impact on each other. And then stories start happening or questioning or doubt or all kinds of things because we have impact. So the need for mutuality isn't met. Yeah. There's also the need for shared agreements and shared respect and kindness and care and all that, but actually mutuality is, you know, I have, I have some awareness that in this relationship, I have some impact on the other person and here's what the impact is. So mutuality is more so about like remembering, Hey, we made these choices together. And when I choose to do something different from the choices we've agreed upon, knowing that that has impact and doing something, I don't want to say like, just communicate because I'm telling myself there could be other ways that people agree to go about their their agreements, but for you and I, it's communication in this scenario where we meet, you know, every week and I say, Hey, I'm running 10 minutes behind. Are you willing to meet 10 minutes after, or I need water, going to go get some water, things like that. Just kind of staying in, in communication about what is going on so that the other person um, has a clear understanding and isn't left to their, Mm -hmm. to their stories. We love being creative. I know I do. (laughs) What kind of story can I make up right now about why this person is not here in the time frame we agreed upon? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or even, you know, it could be in any kind of uh, community or whenever we work with someone else, there's a need for mutuality, I believe. So we were talking about, you know, how challenging it can be be working with people before we started this call. Just, you know, you add a person and you need more cooperation and you need, you know, you need awareness. And I believe you need mutuality. And it's kind of a combination of both cooperation and awareness. 
because you can be really clear in your communication and you can say, you know, I'm, I could say I'm 10 minutes away. So I've, I've communicated, mm-hmm. but I've still impacted you. So it might be like you going, um, Hey, I want to have a conversation about your, your coming 10 minutes on and the choice that you made before doing whatever it was you did. And I might've said, well, yeah, Cece, I, I wanted to go get a slushy. So I communicated, yeah, we had an impact. So then I'm not meeting the need for mutuality. Or I might say, you know, uh, my cat from the outdoors just came and visited and I, I, I spilled the food and I was cleaning it up and, you know, I want to let you know. Um, and not that one is more right or one is wrong, but that I'm actually meeting the need for mutuality if I express to you, you know, why I made the choice I did. And also I can see that it has an impact on you. Those are also like a sense of just recognizing like self-responsibility in scenarios where it's not just you or me, meaning like as a solo person working on a project, it's like, hey, I'm going to just take responsibility for my part in this year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's check in and see how we can move forward on our agreed upon thing. Yeah. So cool. if, you know, people, people come in late, they run in late, they're all harried and, you know, oh man, the traffic, oh, I spilled this coffee on me. Da, 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 da. Okay, great. I can hear all the reasons, but guess what? I'm here too. So it would be really nice to hear hey man, I know you waited 10 minutes and that's probably a bummer. And I can imagine maybe you need some empathy right now. So an acknowledgement of, hey, there's another person in this scenario that can potentially be impacted or was actually impacted. Right. And I try to put that at the forefront in the relationships when I have agreements. So um on Sunday I was in your neck of woods I was in Arizona and it was was beautiful out perfect temperatures um and I had dropped my mom at church we had one car because I drove my parents there for some medical reasons and so I dropped her at church and then I went and did this and I did that and and I was coming back to get her and we had agreed upon nine and I guess she got out about seven minutes early and I was running behind so it was actually 15 minutes that she was waiting for me and the whole time that I was going there I was thinking you know you've had an impact on her and I empathized in my head and I also realized that I'm I'm not a good waiter myself like I'm really, I would evaluate my, my waiting habits as impatient and, uh, not really good. (laughs) So I, I think it was a combination of having empathy for her, but also like, uh, being a little stressed because of my own tendency to react. So when I got there, you know, immediately I was like, yeah, I really regret that I'm this minute late. And she was like, that's fun. I was talking to people. It was great, you know, all glow <laughs> and shiny and warm. And, um, but I wanted to express to her that I was, I was thinking about the impact that it had on her. Yeah. Do you think, uh, 
I was going to enter a part of this conversation. I don't know if you want to enter, but I was just thinking to myself, I wonder if you had a thought around, hey, if I did not choose to start that way, would it have been different? The end result, meaning like her response to you. Oh, um, we also do not well, have to enter if I this had, world if you don't <laughs> want to. Well, no, I'm thinking about it. I think that if I had started with, oh my God, you know, right behind and I was doing this and I was doing that and da, 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 that would have shifted the energy into not as an enjoyable space. And if I hadn't said anything, would it be different? I mean, I'm telling myself no, because her mood was one of really lightness and happiness and um she appreciated my checking in but it wasn't didn't really impact her i think that if i i came in and i needed empathy then that might have that might have changed it shifted the shifted the vibe yeah yeah we would have been definitely different vibes because i was uh when i was hearing your story and you were like yeah i try and remember that hey there's someone else in the scenario so i want to check in with them um you reminded me of like I was waiting for someone to pick me up at the airport once and they're like yeah I'll come on my way and I was like cool if they're on their way they'll be here in like whatever 10-15 minutes I remember that time had passed and I was like there's no way there's no way they're they're on their way like even with traffic it doesn't take this long so I call they don't pick up the phone I call not pick up the phone (laughs) now I'm like I'm getting pissed like the level of frustration was radiating like out of my body (laughs) like people next to me were look like literally looking at me because my face was like and I was breathing like (laughs) because I was so mad and it didn't help prior to that the flight itself was not the most enjoyable for me so I was already like teetering on the on the brink of oh my goodness I just want to be home sitting down not near people Mm -hmm. so anyways this person they get there and they're like hey and I'm like looking at them like you just go on hey me like nothing (laughs) like I haven't been waiting here for like 40 minutes I was there for like 40 45 minutes just waiting (laughs) outside oh I was pissed and so they're like oh look you're in a bad mood I'm like like, I just had what I experienced as one of the worst flights and and I was like waiting outside for 40 minutes. I'm just tired. I just want to be home. And then on top of that, you didn't even pick up your phone. So just tell me something. I'm in traffic. Actually, you know what? I didn't leave the house till like 20 minutes after you call me, whatever. So I can have a clear understanding of what the actual timeline is. And I'm not sitting here expecting you at this time. And you're showing up an hour later than what I think. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, stop it. You're just, you're just being dramatic about it. Like I'm here, right? Oh. So hearing you like say that part that you said earlier and then think about my experience, I was like, man, if that person had just shown up and, or just answered the call and said, Hey, listen, I left like right when you called me. Um, so it adds like an extra 20 minutes or whatever, you know, hit traffic, anything, any acknowledgement that, Hey, I know that you were there waiting longer than mm-hmm. you thought. Mm-hmm. My level of frustration would not have been through the roof. I would have been like, all right, cool. I get it. I'll just sit down or I could have adjusted things and in the moment I guess I also could have adjusted things but I was already like oh fight anyone like (laughs) so 
I just think I was just thinking about how meaningful it actually is um, when it comes to mutuality and someone says, hey, uh, just want to let you know, I know we have this thing we said and I'm changing it. How is that for you? And times where I've done it. Because mm-hmm. you and I have had the conversation where sometimes I'm like, hey, I got to do this thing. And then I'm like, why is she, why is she annoyed? And I'm like, oh yeah, I did not check in with her at all. I just kind of was like, hey, I really need to do this. Kind of getting caught up in the moment. Um, so I guess it's a little mm-hmm. full circle moment for me right now while we're talking and being like, hey, <laughs> my bad, Karen. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> way, way later past those moments being like, I, I see it now. <laughs> I regret it. I'll try better. (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, being aware of our impact, because as we've talked about before, our intention doesn't always match our impact. And we can have these intentions of, you know, all kinds of stuff, whether it's uh, intend to, you know, be in the best relationship possible with my partner and show up for them and care and da, 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 da. and then our intention doesn't match impact because we fight or we're crabby or we're tired or we're not resourced or whatever. Um, just noticing that like, oh yeah, there was, there was an impact. Some, whatever my choices were or lack thereof affected you. Yeah. Because we, kind of made a little visual of what reciprocity looks like if you were to make a visual of what mutuality looks like what would it look like because to me they still have like similar vibes to them reciprocity and mutuality the flash that I got was kind of like these hands going out and interlocking interlocking hands it's just the flash that I got in my head I don't know if that makes sense to you well, to me, um, it's more connective. Like the other one is like the the flow of energy, but this yeah. is like, hey, we're actually like yeah. physically connected in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes it so. If I were to evaluate, I'm like, dang, mutuality is like crazy important. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you are me, and I am you. <laughs> <laughs> it is important. Yeah, I, I mean, that would be my evaluation too. So let's think about um, another one that people might have different definitions of or um, be curious about. I guess one way to do it, if you don't have it on the top of your head, is I could flip open my needs here. I have one, but it, oh, you it have could one. Okay. be a longer conversation than we are wanting right now. One that I find um, for myself can be difficult to navigate or define is respect respect yeah that one can often be misused as a judgment Mm -hmm. I need to be respected I need respect from you I need you know I can just tell the minute when someone says oh yeah it's respect and they've got this face or voice (laughs) I'm like oh no that's a judgment it's something else you know so how do we how do we go about defining respect when it's already used frequently um maybe outside of its definition yeah well for that one I definitely go to the quality of being the energy of the the need itself 
And it's helpful for me to look at nature and to go, there's a lot of respect in nature. It's just innate that, you know, there's, when the wind blows, the trees bend. And if they don't, they break. But there's like natural, like I'm looking outside at my pampas grass. We've had some crazy winds here across, you know, New Mexico, Arizona, and um, some of the grass pointing out sideways. And it's learning to, you know, live that way until I do something about it. Um, That kind of energy of, you know, there's just some natural respect for whatever is, is happening in this relationship in nature. Does that make sense? I'm looking at you. It doesn't, I'm telling myself it doesn't make sense to you in the way that I'm talking about it. Potentially not in the way you're talking about it. Cause I'm here. Like when I hear you say, you know, the wind uh, is blowing and the trees either move with the wind or they break. I think I got lost right then and there, right then and there. I was like, so what does that mean? Like if we're not, flowing with whatever's coming to us we just break this may be a whole nother podcast y'all primarily Uh, i'm i'm putting blame on me (laughs) so i guess for me like when i'm thinking of respect i just think about like everyone kind of knows their role but also i don't know i guess i don't really i don't really vibe with that part of it either so maybe for me it's just about understanding like what what you individually are capable of. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's, it's like your capacity. Um, you know, uh, an ant doesn't try to be a cat and a cat doesn't try to be a bird necessarily. And that's something about understanding I I have respect for my limitations and I have respect for my capacity. And maybe, you know, I like to push my capacity, but this, this quality that's respect is, um, it's like living to the fullness in the relationship, whether it's a relationship with yourself a relationship with another human being or nature, and then also recognizing what the fullness of, the other human beings capacity is is that a little too abstract for you um I think I'm just well let's make sure right so what I'm hearing is that you you understand like your your own capacity but you also like to stretch your own capacity right um and I guess the example that came to my mind for that part was you know at some point humans wanted to be able to fly like birds Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe our flying doesn't look the same as birds, right? Ours looks like we fly with planes mm-hmm. through jumping through the air with parachutes. So it's not necessarily that we are a hundred percent limited. It's just, we have respect for the way that our form is built, mm-hmm. um, and can do that activity in a different way, not the same as the bird. So it's like respecting like where we're at where the bird is at and everything in between. Um, and then I guess I also kind of interpreted like your last part as to me, it sounded like authenticity, like, Hey, when you actually know, like who you are, where you're at, 
then you can actually respect where someone else is at and where they are because you're not trying to be them and they're not trying to be you. You're both there as yourselves able to be together. Is I'm, that I'm nodding. Of- I'm nodding because I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. It's some, there's something, there's a quality of recognition and self-awareness, but also growth. So I'm hearing you say, you know, I was thinking of the example of, well, we don't want to be birds, but we might want to fly. And so there's some growth around our capacity to do things. And the respect is something that comes with each level of growth. Yeah. I think of, you know, growing up, um, I used to be taught, respect your elders, respect your elders. And what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, old person, shut up. And, you know, that's, that's what I would, what used to think. But now I get it's respect the capacity of this human being who's lived 70, 80, 90, maybe a hundred years old. And all the wisdom and knowledge and everything they carry, even though it may be different than ours, there's been some innovations sent, you know, over a hundred years or 80 years, certainly in emotional intelligence and other things, but I can still have respect that this, this human being has lived this long and has done, you know, maybe they were, maybe they were a pilot and piloting has changed in the past hundred years, but wow, you know, look at what this person did with the knowledge they had at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to, when you say that, yes, piloting has changed, that doesn't change the fact that this person still has experience that is supportive to like the community as a whole like all of the new things still come from other things, right? Mm-hmm. They're just, it's just evolving. And so there's still, for I guess lack of a better term, like there's a place for it that still exists, you know, in the systems um, when it comes to that part of it. And I'm like stuck in my head right now, just thinking about all the, you know, in industries, like I'm going to talk about media industries, but all oh, that's changed so much, right? So like broadcasting go from just audio to let's say like there's you know movies with captions and now there's like radio and there's social media and there's podcasting and the tv shows still exist as well but now they're on streaming platforms like all of these developments are also part of each other and so sometimes i will hear words like radio is dead due to podcasting Mm-hmm. You know, regular buying cable is dead because of streaming. And I find it interesting because all of the elements of the media, they say, you know, oh, it's dead, can sometimes are actually in my, this is my opinion now, but like the foundation of the newer systems, like they were built off that. So they'll never really die. And to me, like there's respect still comes into play there to bring this kind of back full circle where it's like, hey, respect that what we're doing now, podcasting or watching a show on Netflix, like all of that was developed through someone looking at regular TV and being like, how can I, 
how can I make this better? Like, I like this, right? They're like, I like this or, but I, I think it's missing a, another thing I like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How can I do that more and still have the essence of this other thing that I like? Um, so right now you're meeting my need for respect. You're bringing in the whole of the history of media and acknowledging how it built on top of each other. And so I'm like, wow, this really meeting my need for respect. If you had come in and, and said, you know, um, I don't care at all for silent movies. They didn't do anything. And it's, it's just all about, you know, podcasts and radio. My need for respect probably wouldn't be met. I'm just sitting with it. Cause I'm like, I was the first thing I was going to say was that's cool. <laughs> like I'm excited. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I'm hyped. Um, but again, mm-hmm. I guess maybe back to visuals on like, how can we, how is, what does respect look like as a visual? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, it's just nature. I just look out and look at nature. Karen, my nature girl. <laughs> I just go, that's respect right there. I mean, you just see how things grow around each other or, you know, you're walking on a hike in this precarious rock, like huge boulders, just like on the tiniest edge. And it's just hanging out on this cliff and not falling down yet. And I don't know. I just think that nature has worked out this respect thing. Yeah. Well, I like how you're saying that like things grow around each other. It's almost like, I don't even know how to work word it like the visual itself was like yeah I get it but then when I see hear the hear you explain the visual and then try to explain in my words I'm like nope don't got it don't got it in words but I see it in my mind (laughs) but I think the word that I can think that comes up is that there is it's a natural balance Mm -hmm. because you're like hey this giant boulder is treating on the edge of this like cliff that looks like it's so thin like it could barely hold a pebble and here's this boulder like I'm just doing me and my yeah. little homie thin cliff is holding me up and we out here doing this together like <laughs> that's what would be the acceptance speech at the at the nature awards <laughs> I do actually enjoy that visual um because it gives me a better understanding of like yeah you know what that does look like like if I thought of respect, what does it look like respect to me? <laughs> so then what's next? How about we let everyone sit with this? You guys want to sit with this for a bit? Because I think myself, we went pretty deep here. Yeah, I think play with, you know, I want to just invite everybody to play with things like what is, what's beauty? You know, what's the energy of beauty? What's the energy of uh, harmony or um touch you know everyone's going to have a different their need for touch it's going to be different there's a quality to it um reassurance or support or autonomy we can't even don't even start on autonomy because that's a big one (laughs) um you know just go home and play or drive around or walk and play have a conversation with a friend and say so when you think of this this need this quality of being what is it to you and then if you have questions schedule a session with karen karenstars.com be like girl i think this is the essence but i don't know if i got it like that 
that would, that's how I would respond to Karen. But you can you can say something a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um, right now we don't have any uh, classes on the front coming up. I think probably because people have moved really into in-person events, which I love. I'm excited about. And uh, then plus summer's coming up. So I think my next, I'm in the middle of uh, NBC and Habits. We've got about four more sessions. And then I will be off for a month in the summer going to Norway and Sweden Ooh. and a little bit of Denmark. Um, and then in the fall, probably do something longer on habits and another fundamentals. But for now, just keep checking in to the newsletter, podcast, websites, and get the word out there that, you know, nonviolent communication, compassionate communication, whatever you choose to call it, collaborative communication is a way to greater peace in your own world and hopefully in the world at large. Yep. And you can find her on networkforNBC.org and karenstars.com. Um, I also just wanted to add this little piece because I was watching the Oscars last night and um, someone that won one of the awards said, you know, my mom taught me that if you want to, he's like, you can't really go out there and like change, you know, people. But if you want to see something, you can be the something. And he goes, and so that's why I make these movies because the more that <clears throat> I can show people my being, like I can change the world. And I thought that was really cool. So kind of relates to me back to all this good stuff. And it brings it right back to Gandhi. Be the change you want to see. Let's get it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right. Bye, Cece. Bye, everyone. Bye.